friends. Welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Welcome to episode number 30. Hey, Mitz. Good morning. Today, we are going to talk about habits, good ones, bad ones, how to start one, how to break one. Mitz, we are talking about this because you and I were running the other day and got on this topic of habits. Do you remember? We were like down on the bottom of the bluff. Do you remember that run? I, I do. I We're so lucky to live by the lake. Oh my gosh, and it's I, so beautiful. Yeah, it, it's, uh, so it, that sticks in my mind. And I think the moon was out that morning and it was a beautiful sight. That wouldn't surprise me. And so if you know anything about Mitzi and I, we are both people of habits. Yeah, Mitz? Yeah, you probably figured out that by now that Kelsey and I are people of habits. We have some good habits and we have some bad habits. So a lot of our conversations revolve around that topic. So there are habits that we're happy about. And of course, there are ones that we're not happy about. So today... Mm -hmm. We want to dive into that whole topic and look at some of the habits we have and some that we want to get rid of. Yeah. So as I was thinking about like what my habits are actually, I wanted to make sure that I had the the real definition because sometimes you use a word and you're like, am I even using this correctly? So I looked up the Google Dictionary definition of a habit and it is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Or a long, loose garment worn by a member of a religious order or congregation. And I think we all know which habit we are talking about, the regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So as I thought about that definition, I was like, uh, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty habitual, which when Chris hears this, he'll laugh because he would probably say I'm like more strictly rigid in my routines (laughs) than I'm not very casually habitual, I would say. I just function better when like things are laid out and I know what's coming. Um, So yes, I would say I have some some habits in my life. And I think some people are born with the tendency to Mm. be more habitual and others are born with the tendency to be more spontaneous and neither is good or bad or right or wrong but that's just kind of the way it is sometimes i wish i was more spontaneous if we're honest i wish i could handle that a little a little better maybe so Um, does chris yeah exactly i'm sure he does and so uh yeah i would say some habits that i have are working out reading the bible every day definitely like in school I, I mean, I eat breakfast at the same time. I I eat mostly the same lunch every day. I'm pretty habitual. So, and you know, I actually have been thinking about habits for a long time in regards to teaching. Um, when I was interviewing for the job at St. Joe, I actually used this saying that it takes 21 days to make or break a habit in my interview. And I remember Mr. Runzer, he's so awesome. He like jotted that down because he must have never heard that before. Uh, But just the fact that like in my classroom, I was talking about, I, I need to be really strict or rigid or like intentional about my habits that my classes form in the first 21 days. And if I do that, then the rest of the year is going to be way more enjoyable because I've really like trained myself and trained my students you know, with how I want things to go. Yeah. Um, and so in this all, you know, it's, it all ties into life as well. It's definitely not just in the classroom. So Mitz, you, you know, something called the habit loop. 
Can you explain this to us? I do. In regards to a comment you just made, they say it takes 21 days to make a habit. And then they say that after 21 days, it's not just a habit. It's also a lifestyle. So I love that. Oh, yeah, sure. I can see that. I love it where it uh, applies to my good habits, not my bad habits. Right. Well, they say it takes 21 days to break a habit too, right? To make or break. So that that feels a lot longer to me to have to break a habit. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, there's something called a habit loop. And it turns out that every habit starts with this psychological pattern called a habit loop. So here's how it works. Just imagine a circle. Imagine, if you will, a circle. (laughs) And in that circle, there's a point on the circle, and that's called a trigger. And then you continue on the circle, and that causes a behavior. And you continue on the circle, and that results in some kind of a reward or positive reinforcement. And there's this guy named Charles Duhigg. Okay, he's not a guy. He's a gentleman and a professional, (laughs) which he's still a guy. Still a guy. Um, And he's an author and a speaker, and he talks about habits and what makes habits. And uh, he's done a couple of um, YouTubes, and he he the way he explains it is really awesome. He tells a personal story, and here's how it goes. So he. works in New York at the New York Times, I guess. We're not really that close. I don't exactly know where he (laughs) works. Best friends, sure. Yeah. Um, But he had this habit of every afternoon going to go eat a cookie sometime in the afternoon and then coming back to work. And that was fine for a while. And then his wife noticed that he was starting to get a little paunchy, so she ever so nicely mentioned it and he (laughs) realized it was like this bad habit that he had of eating a cookie every afternoon. So he thought, okay, he's the habit expert, so let's break this down. So he he actually very mindfully broke down that habit to figure out why he was doing what he was doing and then the next step in how to break that habit. So here's, here's what he did first. He paid attention to how the afternoon went. And he realized that every afternoon around 3.15, between 3 and 3.30, which is 3.15, (laughs) he would get up from his desk, he would walk down the hall, get in the elevator, go to the 14th floor, go to the cafeteria, buy a cookie, and then eat it while chatting with some friends. Then he'd come back down the elevator, go back to his office, and resume work. So he decided to experiment a little. He, was, he tried to figure out what was the trigger, what was mm-hmm. the behavior, and what was the reward. Okay. So he realized that the trigger is 3.15 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That was the time that he got up to go get the cookie. Okay. And so he, he had to figure out what the trigger was, though, because he didn't really realize that before. But that was the trigger, right. 3.15. Was it because he was like bored or something at work? Three fifteen. Well, yes, he? he figured out that he was um, bored and he needed to give his brain a break. And oh, okay. he didn't notice that before, but when he thought about it, he realized ah, that is the trigger is that I'm actually bored and need a break. It happened to be at three fifteen. 
So, and then he knew the routine. The routine was going up to the cafeteria and getting a cookie. So that that mm-hmm. wasn't difficult for him. But the reward part is then what he experimented with. So for a couple of days, he played around. And he 3.15, that was a trigger. That didn't change. He got up. And the first day, he got up. And instead of going to get the cookie, he walked around the block. And he thought, mm. hmm, okay, that was okay. The next day, he got up at 3.15, and he went to the cafeteria, and he got um, he got a candy bar. And he ate it and talked to his friends and came back down. He said, well, that didn't tell me a lot. And then one day, he went and got coffee instead, coffee or tea. And then another day, he went up, he talked to friends, he didn't get a cookie, and he came back down. So after thinking about this for a while, he realized that it wasn't the cookie that Mm. was the reward. It was talking to his friends. I mean, of course he enjoyed the cookie. But what he really enjoyed was talking to his friends. So once he understood what the real reward was, he was able to notice the trigger, get up, and go talk to friends. Yeah. and the reward was the socializing, and then he right. was able to come back to his desk. He was relieved of his boredom for a short time. He gave his brain a break, and he was able to sit down and get back to work. So hmm. he said that became his new habit because he had a new reward. And he said the last time I heard him speak, he had lost 15 pounds. Oh, my gosh. And he and his wife are doing great. So that's yeah, I'm sure. pretty cool. I'm sure that has solved all the problems in yeah. any marriage with exactly, just that one. Yeah. Just stop eating that one cookie a day, okay? Exactly. Yeah, we could be but marriage therapists. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's interesting that he is actually getting the same reward in his brain of like, See, conversing with his colleagues, he just had to change the behavior to do that, and he just changed it to a healthier behavior. So yeah, but and he couldn't have done that unless he had mindfully, intentionally looked at what he right. was doing. Yeah. And so that habit describes how we can change a bad habit, mm-hmm. but it also explains how we can start a good habit. And Kelsey, you recently, I'm so proud of you, started a good habit. So can you talk about Mm -hmm. the habit and how the habit loop can work with this new habit that you have started? Yeah. So we talked about this in the home workouts, how to make home workouts work episode. But uh, this August, I started working out in the morning before school, which I've done in different ways involving running. You can go back and listen to that episode. Um, But now it is a consistent habit and it's very much the same every day of what goes on. So as I was thinking about, okay, how does this apply to the habit loop? The first thing I was thinking, okay, what is the cue? And I think the cue for me is my alarm going off because that is the time where I think, all right, I'm in, I'm going. I don't give myself any like, eh, should I get up? Should I wait? I don't press snooze. I don't do any of that. So I think the cue, the cue is like my alarm goes off. And mm-hmm. um, and so, and, and I had already, let's, let's remember that I had already set my intention about like, okay, I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to get stronger. I had set up a plan. I had made my goals, right? So the first day my alarm goes off 
And I didn't, of course, want to get up. It's 4.48 in the morning. But because I had set my intention and I knew that I actually only had given myself enough time to work out and like I didn't have 10 extra minutes, um, that cue or trigger led to the behavior. And so the behavior for me is throwing my clothes on quick and coming down to my office and pressing play on my exercise video. Okay. And so that is the behavior. And then the reward, you know, I think the reward as I was thinking about this, it could be different things. So like, of course, when you work out, the reward is endorphins and I'm proud that I did a hard workout video, but I think longer term, the rewards are like feeling like I have energy throughout the day or even like getting to text you mitts that I, you know, did my workout that morning is a reward for me because I know you're going to cheer me on. And so I think it took a while. I, I think I had a really strong intention. So I don't know that it took 21 days. Like I knew I was going to do it from day one, Mm -hmm. but I definitely now looking back, it's been uh, three or four months. It's, it is now it is a lifestyle. This is what I do. I get up at 4.48 in the morning and I work out until 5.45 and then I get in the shower and get ready. And so I definitely have seen the habit turn into a lifestyle. Oh, I love that. For me. Yeah. Well, and um, back to something that you said, you originally set your intention. And part of that for you was you told me starting Monday, I honestly yeah. don't really remember day. which day, right. I'm going to start doing this and I've decided to do this particular yeah. workout. Yeah. And so you told me, and I mean, it wasn't like I was there peering in your window to see if you were doing it, but right. you had kind of committed to yourself uh-huh. and to someone else that you were doing this, yeah. which is all about setting that intention. Well, and now too, my friend Andrea is doing the same workout like thing as I am right now. We're boxing together and not together, but in the mornings. And so I'll like text her that I've gotten up and I'm going. And I know that that text gets her out of bed as well of like, oh, Kelsey's doing it. So now I need to do it too, you know? So it is, it definitely is that intention and having accountability coming back to that's really important. So Mitz, you have a habit that you've kind of been wanting to break for you slash you and Dave, um, let's apply the habit loop to that. Yeah, good. Yeah, and actually, um, I've been thinking about this, and I am not going to be able to tie this up with a neat little bow because I am okay. still struggling with it. But um, okay. it's it's a great example of how to look at um, a habit that I'm mindlessly engaging in and yeah. trying to do something about it. So here's the habit. In the evening, uh, when Dave and I are all done with our chores and our homework and our work, and we love to sit down and watch um, our show. Okay. Um, Like um, right now, we just finished Schitt's Creek, and that was really funny. And (laughs) now we're doing Downton Abbey. And, oh. um, and we just love it. And I, I had to talk Dave into doing Downton Abbey because he thought Does it was he a like girly show. Oh, no. He loves it. <gasps> I yeah, love and we're Down all Abbey. about the characters. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So anyway, we get to look forward to that every night for I don't know how many nights. So that's really pleasurable. Yeah. But here's the bad habit. We sit down. I usually uh, grab the couch because I'm the girl. And he <laughs> grabs the manly armchair. And we turn the show on and we're watching for about 20 minutes. 
And suddenly, I get the urge to get up, rummage through the cupboard, and find something salty and crunchy to eat. Hmm. I grab that. I go back to the couch. I eat it on the couch. And then um, I finish watching the show, and I go to bed shortly after that. So when I go to bed, I think, wait, why did I eat the junk food again? And mm. um, often, or at least occasionally, I will wake up a couple hours later, and I don't, my stomach doesn't feel good, and I'm wide awake mm-hmm. for a while, and I think, oh my gosh, why did I do yeah. that? Tomorrow, yeah. when I watch TV, I'm just not going to eat salty crunchy. But right. The next day, lie down on the couch for 20 minutes, up getting something salty and crunchy. So so I had to figure out, like, okay, let's look at the loop. So there's the trigger or the cue, Mm -hmm. and then there's the behavior. I know what the behavior is. That's simple. I'm going to get up, and and this is the bad behavior that I don't want. I'm going to get up and eat something junky. Um, And then the reward is that eating that junky thing. I mean, that's... I love salty, crunchy. That yeah. The reward is like, ooh, this is so much fun, and I'm okay. watching TV. So I, I looked at the loop, and I thought, okay, I know what the trigger is. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. And, is it because I, you're bored after 20 minutes? You know, or what do you think? What about 20 minutes? Yeah, well, I think it's because I'm bored. I'm not used okay. to sitting down and doing you know nothing for right. 20 minutes. So... I've realized that the trigger is sitting down on the couch, getting 20 minutes into the program, and suddenly having this urge. So then I had to look at the reward. So what is the reward? Mm. Is is the reward that, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten all day, so now I get to eat? No. Yeah. Are you I, starving? I no. am not starving. I'm not okay. even hungry because we've had dinner just an hour before. Sure, sure. And it's not like, oh, I never get to eat salty, crunchy until I lie, lie down on the couch because I can right. do that any time during the day. I'm right, not. right. Um, so what I'm thinking about is I need to look at the reward because okay. actually the reward isn't the salty, crunchy. The reward is mm. it's the end of the day. I'm feeling good about what I did during the day. I'm relaxing. My husband is right there. We are watching something that we really enjoy. Um, yeah. And we are laughing together. And that's the reward. So here's what I need to figure out. I need yeah. to figure out... What can take the place What what can take the place of that salty crunchy? Is, is there something else you could do at 20 minutes? Or yeah. if, if it's boredom or you're, you know, you're antsy. Right. So like maybe I can take up knitting and I know a lot of people (laughs) do knit when they watch TV or I could take up smoking or drinking or something. Yeah. Oh, those, that sounds really good. Or something. I think we're solving the problem. We are solving the problem right now. Yeah. So I guess what I need to do this week is think about um, the reward part and how I can replace the eating something salty, crunchy mm-hmm. when I'm bored mm-hmm. with something that is good for me or more satisfying in a different yeah. way. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I don't think I'm going to not be bored after 20 minutes. I think I'm always going to be bored after 20 minutes. So I do need to yeah. think of a different activity to right. uh, change that reward. So I... Interesting. Um, I'm okay. going to think about that this week. I'm going to yeah. be mindful about 
each part of that habit loop. And uh-huh. I, when I figure it out and start a new habit, I am going to report back. Us... Okay, or, good. Or if any of you have any ideas of what I can do after 20 Ooh. minutes, because yes. mind you, I can't turn off the TV and walk away because Dave and I are watching this together. No. Yeah, you're committed to the TV. Yeah. Well, okay, and we're recording this on Sunday, and this comes out on Wednesday. So this is very timely. This is like you. we could get some help this week and yeah. while you're figuring it out. Okay. I love that. I would I think really appreciate really some answers here. That's right. Okay. So you can find us over on Instagram at The Unlikely Mentors. We would love to hear all of your ideas about how Mitzi can break this salty, crunchy habit this week. I love that. So we hope that you think about habits. What do you want to start? What do you need to stop? And how does this habit loop apply to to those situations uh, so that you can have a healthier, happier life? Agreements? I totally agree. And good luck with all of that. That's right. Thank you for listening. Go find us on Instagram. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.